Hello everyone, welcome to an impromptu bonus episode of Kill the Cast, where me, Jerry from Kill the Cast, is joined by Bill Casanelli from Horror Mafia and Scott Crawford from the podcast by the cemetery. Not to the left, to the right, but right by that cemetery. Uh, we are about to jump right the fuck into the newest Puppet Master movie, which is Puppet Master The Littlest Reich, which was put out by Cinestate who now owns Fangoria, and, uh, ooh, it's thundering outside all loud. That just makes this feel even more sexy for me. <laughs> uh, so with that being said, we're just going to get into some initial thoughts. I'm going to throw it to Bill first. Bill, what were your initial, well, first of all, Bill, how did you see the movie? Actually, the uh, Horror Mafia got a special festival screener of this film, ooh. and <laughs> I... As soon as like I heard about this, I said, "Guys, the first Puppet Master movie not really dist- or made out uh, made by Full Moon, but by the guy who did Bone Tomahawk writing. Let's get on this right away." And they're like, "Yeah, but we got these other movies to watch." I'm like, "No, screw that. This is first. So <laughs> I dove balls deep into this one, and am so glad I did. Nice. All right, Scott, how did you see this movie? Uh, just like Bill, I ended up getting a screener as well and was able to check it out. And holy shit, dude, this movie was awesome. I, my jaw hit the floor when I pretty much watched this whole entire thing. I, I couldn't believe it. Oh, we're going to was... get into it. Ooh, I'm excited. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> uh, so I saw it in a movie theater. Uh, yes. Fangoria had one of their, one their, their, um, his name is Brian. I believe he told me he was uh, the event manager. And he actually works, even though Fangoria's office is in Texas, he wrote he works remotely and is actually based here in Nashville. And the guy, one of the guys, uh, Rick Prince, who did puppeteering on the movie, also lives here in Nashville. So they teamed up with Ben Dixon, who owns Full Moon Cinema, and they did a special screening here. So we got to see wow. it in theaters. We got to have a Q&A and learn some pretty dope shit. Like, I'll put it this way. The guy, Rick Prince, who did the puppeteering, is the guy mm-hmm. who puppeteered uh, the blade that killed Barbara Crampton. Nice. Oh, nice. In case you guys didn't realize, spoilers ahead, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, spoilers ahoy. So I, I didn't get a screener because I suck. But I got to see it in theaters. <laughs> and... I will say, this was an unexpected hit for me. I have not liked the past couple of Puppet Master movies. Um, I was kind of like, how did they go from being... uh, The puppets were made by a guy who was running from Nazis to Mm -hmm. the guy who made the puppets is a Nazi. I I, I don't know where that switched over. But you know what? It fucking worked in this movie. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah it really did. <laughs> so, And uh, Udo Kier of all people, too? Holy shit. Yes. Okay, so let me real quick just do a little synopsis of this before we get into it. I'm basically going to read the same script that's in my YouTube video. Uh, Puppet Master Littles Reich, directed by Sony Laguna and Tommy Wickland. Oh, ooh. Written by S. Craig Zoller, who wrote and directed Bone Tomahawk and Brawl in Cell Block 99. Yeah. Uh, we follow Edgar, who's played by Thomas Lennon, who you will know from Reno 911. And if you don't know him from Reno 911, go fuck yourself. Short uh, shorts. Exactly. He plays <laughs> Thomas Lennon plays Edgar, who works at a comic book store owned by his best friend Markowitz, who is played by Nelson Franklin, who is a Jewish guy who's super into grindcore. Uh, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> great. Uh, when Thomas moves back into his parents' house after his divorce, not only does he find a new girlfriend with Ashley, who is played by Ginny Pellitzer, who, oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that scene with the cop talking uh, to oh. her and Edgar, and he's like, how long, how long did she know about the doll before y'all had sex? I'm just like, right? How did he score her? Holy no kidding. shit. Dude, uh, I'm wondering that in the pull. beginning of the town when he's like talking, like how, how? <laughs> yeah, it worked out really well. But not only did he get a girlfriend, a very hot girlfriend, but he found a puppet in the box of his deceased brother. 
in, in, his, in a box in his deceased brother's room. So when the three decide to go to a, a convention celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Toulon murders, things take a turn for the worse when a string of puppet theft and murder hits the hotel. This is also starring Barbara Crampton of Reanimator fame. Yes, yeah. God, she yes. still looks good. Yes, she oh, does. she is a gorgeous woman. We are still here, all that, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, what movie was it that brought her out of retirement? Was it Your Next? Yeah, it was Your Next. Oh, thank you, Your Next. Yes. Uh, and it also <laughs> stars a nerdy favorite of mine, Charlene Yee, uh, <sighs> which if she's someone you know, you just don't realize you know her until you see her. But She's someone me, I want to date. <laughs> do you know what, Bill? I think you've got a 60% chance. <laughs> so, okay, let's, let's, oh man, I, where do you even start with this? First of all, uh, yeah. thank you, Cinescape, for putting out a legit movie. This does not feel like a really cheap cash-in. This has legit oh. actors. It has right. legit cinematography. It has amazing practical effects. This, oh, yeah. oh my god, this this movie is what has officially given me full faith in Fangoria. And yeah, same. the representative thing for Fangoria said, Cinestate does have four other movies in production, in various states of production, and Rick told me he worked on two or three of them. So nice. I think we're in, we're, we're going, unless this is a fluke, uh, you know, a first time at bat home runner. I think we're going to get luckier than Edgar getting Ashley with the future of Cinescape and Fangoria <laughs> movies. Uh, well, how many of us here subscribe to Fango for the next uh, generation of Fangoria? I plan on it. I've got to, I've got to get the money for it. I'm in between jobs currently, but uh, gotcha. 60 bucks for four issues a year. Not that bad to me, just because mm, it's, they, well, it's pricey. But I, I took is, the plunge. It is pricey, but we're talking about what's now a niche market because who the fuck's buying magazines anymore? Uh, right. True. It's a hundred pages, full color, and it's uh, it's like I said in my YouTube video. It's us supporting the horror community. When you buy a Scream Factory, when you buy an Arrow, when you go see an uh, Adam Green or Joe Lynch movie, when you subscribe to a patreon of a horror podcast when you buy fangoria you are supporting the horror community you are right giving back to what is making this thrive and all i mean look because we all know you're downloading some shit illegally and watching it through your fucking uh bootleg amazon fire stick through cody look i know you're gonna do it that's fine but you still gotta throw money somewhere Okay, don't throw right. it on you your gotta mouth when you eat McDonald's. All right, fucking cash. I know it. that's the beauty, and that's the beauty about uh, Fangoria too, because only horror movie fans are like seem to be huge collectors of physical media of any form. So it does seem right that most of us would be going right for Fangoria to get to support them and get their magazines. That's a really good point, dude. Other than the horror community, who else do you know who collects VHS? Or laser discs, there, Mister Jerry. Or uh, I'm seriously, who right. else does this but horror fans? You're right. Right, in we fact, got a strong community. And in fact, I never see a fan, a, a just action movie fan, collecting VHS. But I'll see exactly. a horror fan who will 100 present by Arnold Schwarzenegger's Commando on VHS. Sure. Right. Um, so yeah, much love to everybody who's in the in the community. So yeah. Yeah, and we wear, like, I can look behind Bill right now, and there's a Friday the 13th poster. You look behind me right now, Friday the 13th poster. Like, yep, we, yep. we live and breathe this horror shit, and Puppet Master the Littlest Reich understands that, because they did everything right in this movie. So, Bill, what were just some a couple of your favorite things about this movie? Well, firstly, I thought that this movie harkened back to the first and second movie in that the puppets were not the good guys. They're killing motherfuckers. Right. They were killers. <laughs> That's what made the first two movies so great. Don't get me wrong. I love three, but it was like a justice movie. It wasn't more like they're serial killers. This one. Nope. They're right back on a full on killing people. And you know what? Killing people <laughs> because 
why the fuck not? Because they're gay, because they're black, because they're whatever. I don't care. It's not about political correctness. It's about killing people. I actually and, you know, thought it was really how much they went deep into the Nazi symbol symbolism. They went into, hey, these are hate crimes because they killed someone of gypsy descent. They killed a Jewish couple. They killed a lesbian couple. Right. They, you know, they killed a gay dude. They killed a black woman. Like, they go all out. They don't hold back. They're like, yo, these puppets are bad. So they're yes. killing like a Nazi would. That's and what that's my point. Right. It's not a politically yeah. correct movie. And that's what I want to see. I want to see stuff like this because they're bad guys. And how do you make a bad guy bad? You make him despicable. And that's exactly. what they do. They kill people just because of the whatever they are. So it's a hate crime. I love that about this. Yo. So, yes. Man, all right, Scott. What's a what's one thing from this movie you really loved? Well, I was a huge fan of the Puppet Master series, even up to part five. Like I love one through three, four and five were entertaining watches. After that, I just dropped off too. But to see this franchise just kind of get brought back and done in such a way, like because I love the puppets. Like that is like I've always loved like the little monsters in horror films. Like, so, you know, Critters, Gremlins, Chucky. The gate. <laughs> yeah, the gate, yes. Uh, but, yeah, like, that's the one thing I wanted to see was uh, some really cool puppets. And, holy shit, did they deliver on some awesome-looking <laughs> puppets in this. And not only just that, they did variations of puppets. Like, there's, like, four yeah. different versions of Blade in this movie. Yes, I was going to bring that up, too, is one of my favorite things, is that there's not just one Blade, one Pinhead. No, there's multiple versions of these same puppets, which is awesome. Because the one guy's like, mine had hair or whatever he said. Uh, mine had hair, so that's not it. Dude, that right there says he's uh, mass producing these. Yeah, right. they even said and they had like 63 or 64 different puppets. Sure, that's scary right there. With 30 of them, at least 30 of them being at the convention. Uh, <laughs> so that, like, Scott, you're right. The amount of puppets in this were fucking fantastic. And the fact that they were all practical right. was mm -hmm. even better. He, uh, Rick said, uh, there is very little CGI in this movie besides removing strings or poles. In fact, even the, when they jump out the window into the dumpster, that was real. That, they oh, jumped wow. out the third floor into that dumpster. Damn. Not that was them or was that... Uh, stunt guys. Yeah, I thought those were stunt guys. Well, no, 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 it was stunt. Well, yeah. saying they didn't use like CGI to enhance oh, oh, it or okay. anything gotcha. like that. That is a practical effect. Okay, uh, gotcha. Yeah. One of my favorite things for this movie was the dialogue. The yes. dialogue was so on point. It felt like sitcom dialogue. Where it like was clerks, just, right? Yes, like clerks. It was just snap, 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 snap. But it wasn't overboard. Like, of course, he's making these comments. He works in a comic book store he would have these kind of responses. like, And then like the characters in general, even though they don't give tons of backstory on them, you learn enough to identify with every character enough that even when the small ones die, you're like, oh shit, that's the, the blonde from the bar who wrote Yuck. Like, yes. So now she's getting fucked up. And, or, oh damn, there goes those two stoners. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that part was awesome. <laughs> Dude got fucking his head smashed by a fucking uh, what looked like a motorcycle engine, I believe. But I think Rick said it was a motorcycle engine. Fuck, like, Dude, that was just brutal. Oh my god! Like there are so many good kills, and some of them are fucking overboard. Like there's a, uh, I'm assuming he's gay. But he's definitely an alcoholic, and he's on the phone with, like, his mom or something saying, Oh, yeah, oh, the one with the guts coming out? Yeah, I haven't oh, had a drink in forever yeah. as he takes a drink. Yeah, as he's guzzling. <laughs> he gets his fucking stomach just sliced open, and, like, intestines fall out. Like, it's yeah. brutal. Um, I wanted to see some alcohol come out of that. I was, like, waiting for, like, the, the whatever he's drinking to, like, pour out. I, but, I uh... did assume that the blood that was coming out of his mouth, because it was so dark, was because of there was, like, alcohol in it, but... Uh, who fucking gotcha. knows? Yeah, that could be. But yeah, the it don't matter. That fucking scene rocked. This script was fucking super tight. The story was good. It was dark. The dialogue was on point. Like this dude uh, who wrote this, 
obviously he wrote and directed Bone, uh, Bone Tomahawk. Bone Tomahawk and, and Assault. Cell Block in 99. Uh, yep. Brawl and Cell Block in 99. fantastic films. Oh, Brawl, not Assault, yes. Yeah, Brawl. Um, I can't wait to see what he does. Because right now, everything I've seen by him, fucking fantastic. And the fact Agreed. that um, one of my favorite things in this movie is the script, dialogue, and story makes mm-hmm. me just go i am i am on board for anything this guy does uh oh, wasn't uh was was uh bone tomahawk not your favorite of 2014 i didn't watch it until 2017 oh wow okay dude i'm ter- terrible at watching movies the year they come out much less when they come out uh i'm horrible at it the only reason <laughs> i got to see this is because it was in a theater that was a special screening that i go to a lot anyway so I lucked out. Uh, right now, this is like my favorite movie of 2018, and that tells you yeah. how many movie I've, movies I've seen in 2018. Though I really? do see this being on a lot of people's top 10 list for the year. It oh, is, it's definitely going to be on mine. It is everything yeah, mine you too. want in a, in, in a horror movie. I'll put it this way. This is, as for fun goes, this is an 80s horror movie. Without a Yes. Doubt. And yeah, oh yeah, just burn face. <laughs> oh, oh and just the way he perform or way he's acting too. Dude, that is the just opening great. scene with the girl driving. Oh my Who's god! Her head. Oh, perfect. Oh my well, god! I'm just he's like, well, the two through, girls uh, are even making yes. out in front yes. of him, and he just kind of freaks <laughs> out and leaves. <laughs> Homosexuals. Right. He's like, are you just homosexual? <laughs> Which bothered me because I was like, didn't you say you were French, motherfucker? Right. <laughs> what are you talking about? Then we find out when, when they go on the tour, when Barbara yep. Crampton is giving them the tour of the Tulane Mansion, and they're like, uh, yeah, these beds had women tied down on them. You notice the <laughs> hole in the middle and the bedpan underneath? It was pretty fucking horrible. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, oh that was God. fucked up. <laughs> like, I want to see that movie too. Fuck uh. it. Martyrs 2 right now. Let's oh, go. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have Udo Kirstar in that too. All right. I'm down. Yeah. Uh, Bill, <laughs> did you have a favorite kill in the movie? I did, but it was not one I wanted. I it was one that I didn't like the most. Actually, the one I hated was the one I liked the most because I didn't expect it. it. Was when that really cute little uh, Japanese girl jumped out the window. Oh, oh! oh I man. did not see that coming at all, and I wanted her to live so badly. I wanted her and her dude to live. Even right. Though, well, yeah, mean, me too. Like, oh, but like after she died, movies. I didn't care about him. Uh, yeah. He's dead. I'm like, fuck him then. I don't care. Once, yeah, once <laughs> they were both dead, I was like, fuck it. I'm focusing on Edgar and Ashley. Yes. That's all I've got. <laughs> right. Uh, Scott, did you have a favorite kill? Fuck, there's so many of them. But uh, I would oh. probably have to say the uh, first time you see the robotic uh, puppet with the propeller and goes into the guy's, while the guy's oh. taking a piss, fucking slices his head off, and falls in the toilet, and you see it yeah. right in head. And the pee going on his face. Oh, dude, that was so fucked up. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Any horror movie that will, or any movie in general, that will balance out male and female nudity, even closely, I'm all for. Thank you right. for giving us a, a penis. Uh, I don't think a lot of women are going to be attracted to this penis. But it's, it's like the it's like the penis and Victor Crowley. It's a step forward, though. We're getting more dick. Right. <laughs> There's more now equality. Context, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite kill, and this is one that that oh, I knew we were going to talk about. Period. So I'm just going to go and bring it up. The pregnancy kill. Oh yes. Man. Holy shit! You see a black woman in bed. She is pregnant. You see one of the fucking puppets. Was it a blade? Was it the skull blade? Which one was it? Do y'all remember? This one was the weird, like, almost like a lawn gnome looking one. Oh, yeah, it was a weird fucking lawn gnome guy. That guy creeped me the fuck out. The new one. What is that? Oh, I don't don't know, but I want that book they had that had, like, every puppet in it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was awesome. I want to know his name, man. The... I'm sure we'll we'll find out soon when this gets released on Blu-ray, uh, which comes out in September. I actually looked it up, and it's coming out on 4K for any of you 4K. I pre-ordered that yeah. bitch on 4K. I, I want to see I that shit. 4K for sure. Uh, but he crawls into her from her vagina, 
and bust <laughs> out through her stomach like the alien. And he takes the goddamn fetus and placenta with him. <laughs> and fucking runs. Now, I will say there was dis- one disappointing part to this. They don't actually bring up why it took the fetus. I thought it was going to be had something to do with Toulon. Like it was going like they were going to use that to stem cell Christopher Reeves him back to life. (laughs) And they don't. They don't say anything. Yeah, that'd have been. Well, we don't know the ending. Who knows? Maybe that is true. We don't know because they. Oh, we'll get to the ending in a second. But that scene, I was like, were y'all sitting there the whole time? Like they're not going to do it. They're going to do some cheap kill on this pregnant lady. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I thought they were going <laughs> to cut away and everything, too. Nope. No, they no. showed everything. <laughs> oh, my God. Do they? Oh, they They delivered. In. <laughs> um, oh, and then there's another kill where one of them, one of the puppets, which is a baby Adolf Hitler puppet. Oh, yeah. Climbs oh, in. Shit. To this Iggy Pop on steroids looking motherfucker <laughs> and controls his body. Dude, yeah. that was fucked up. And, Especially and when they hit. like him in the back, like when they're trying to like get him out. Oh. Yeah, I, was just, I thought he was like the guy who played uh, Sex Head, not Sex Head, uh, uh, what's the other one? Death Head in uh, 31. Oh, yeah, and fucking oh, yeah. 31 it's not. to kill myself instead of watching this movie. <laughs> I remember that movie. Uh, I really thought it was him at first. No, some like fucking guy who looks like he's in uh, Die Hard 2 just sitting there in the background everyone's like not even yeah, looking at him sure. twice yeah it was fucking oh god I whew. there's so much in this movie and the ending to this movie is Dude. dark dark and, and hope uh, uplifting hopeless and like, how does a movie make you feel good with hope for a character when he got the shittiest end of the stick so yes, yeah. he did. <laughs> Edgar and Ashley drive to the mausoleum, which is on the Toulon property, and they crash into it. And Toulon comes back to life as this uh, shambling zombie that walks much like Tar Man from Return of the Living Dead. And it had like vines and roots growing from him and shit. Yeah, he looked like Jason's dick in fucking Part Eight. <laughs> uh, Almost thirty years later. Come on. Yeah, th- that's true. Um, but he comes back to life and he's choking out Ashley and Ashley's like, yes, daddy harder. And Edgar's like, <laughs> I'm her daddy and hits her and hits to zombie Toulon with a metal pipe and zombie Toulon just goes, oh, okay, I guess I'll leave. And I'm sitting there like, what the <laughs> fuck? He beat him by hitting him once and with a lead pipe. I know Nazis are bitches, but Jesus. Right. Uh, but no, Toulon grabs a fucking gun and blows Ash like fucking shoots Ashley in the head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the fucking brains pop that. out. Dude, that was a fucking Luger. A Luger doesn't do that. <laughs> anyway. It does if it's fucking... Uh, Risen by the blood sacrifices of Jews, blacks, gays, and gypsies. <laughs> the oh, all the hate crimes of the world. Yeah, apparently hate Filled crimes. that one bullet. <laughs> yeah, Hitler was fucking up. He wasn't sacrificing them correctly to power no. his Lugers, or else on we would have lost World War II because every Luger would have been shooting hate-sized <laughs> cannons <laughs> out of them. Yeah. We would have all been fucking dead. Uh, but the fucking well, the gore that comes out of her head is huge. Oh my god! Yeah, it is. That, that's a big blood splash. Even though it's not realistic to a Luger, according to Bill, I won't speak. Right. I I he's I Italian, know so he has like an altar to Mussolini. So he probably I know has some, some of the accents. Yeah, <laughs> he's part of it. Um, but so I'll take his word on that. But that's something like in this movie. Who gives a shit? There were blades. Like blades are only like one inch. But he's cutting like people's heads off, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. My, like, my dick's one inch, and it can do that, so I believe this 100. Uh, percent So, uh, after uh, Zombie Toulon shoots her in the head, and Edgar's just holding her crying, he just walks off into the woods, and yeah, like, done. and draws a comic book, and then we get the creep show comic book reveal. That Edgar <laughs> has written this down into a comic book 
which is the second interpretation of his. What was? Do y'all remember the name of that lightning woman? Lightning? Yeah, lightning woman or something. So, I, I don't. I can't remember. I can I can look right now and come back, but yeah, uh, it's lightning something, and he had written the first comic uh, based off his first wife, and the second one he based off Ashley. Um, yeah. So everyone's like, it's so dark. Is there going to be more? And he looks up at the camera. And he's like, I feel like it's not resolved, and I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, and then the <laughs> to be continued pops up. It's like, oh shit. Yeah, like it's... oh no, and then after the credits. Oh my god. <laughs> We gotta talk about my favorite fucking character in this hey, entire movie. Yeah, we will, but I want to say something. That after the credit scene is also the after credit scene for the Red Band trailer. Yeah, I noticed that. I'm like, why Which, would they ruin it there? Why? I was like, what the fuck? But I guess when you watch the trailer, it's out of context, and you yeah. don't you don't get it. Uh, and it still works as an after credit scene because you're waiting the whole movie for when that's gonna happen. And, and I thought I was just like, well, maybe it's you know. Like uh, Black Christmas remake where they filmed the scene of the chick under the ice, but they never use it in the movie. <laughs> right. It was made right. in the trailer. I thought maybe it was that. Maybe it was a deleted scene or something like that. But no, it was an after credit scene. And let's talk about, about it. Bill, explain Ugh. your favorite character. My favorite character is Skeeta Jenkins. This guy. <laughs> how would you describe him, Jerry? He is uh, like a black ash. He is. Yeah, he kind of is. He is a uh, cubby bear. Is it Cu- was it yeah. cubby cuddly bear, bear or no cuddly cuddly, cuddly bear. bear cuddly bear? Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I thought that shit was funny because he's like, uh, Mark when Markowitz gets turned down, he's like, how much to put a laxative in that bitch's drink? And yeah. Cubby <laughs> bear's like, I don't really like to hurt anyone, but seven hundred and fifty dollars. And Markowitz is like, that's, that's a, a very oddly specific yeah. number. He goes, number. <laughs> While I would never want to hurt anyone. The lady wants a flat screen TV, you know, <laughs> priorities <laughs> over ethics. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oh my dude. God. It oh, was oh so bring funny. up the fact that they actually kill kids in this movie. Remember oh, yeah. Bear? Hold yeah, on. Cuddly Bear is trying to save a kid. And they, while oh. they don't show the kid die, they show the his one of the body fl- parts. Like, his <laughs> hands are still holding on to Cuddly Bears, but his body's gone. It's like hands are cut off at the wrist. This is like a seven year old kid. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, that robotic shit. fucking puppet is vicious. It's oh. it killed a lot of people in that in yeah. this film. So when I was at the the screening, we had the Q and A. I asked Rick, who was one of the puppeteers. I said, if you if they do a second movie and you get to come on, what puppet from the series that was not in this movie would you like to see make a comeback? Me personally, it was Leech Woman. And really? guess what his answer was, Bill? Six shooter. It was. It was Six Shooter. <laughs> He's like, I want to bring Six Shooter back because he is awesome. And I'm just like, man, I, Six Shooter and Leech Woman, Leech Woman need to come back. Now, for and y'all, Jester. J- Jester would be a good one. Scott, do you have one you'd like to see come back? Well, Jester was definitely going to be mine because uh, originally, I, until I seen, because I didn't watch the trailer or anything like that. But uh, when I seen Torch, I was so fucking happy because Torch is like my all time favorite from. <laughs> The series, yeah, and he but notice they changed his name in this one. Scott, they didn't I, call him Torch; they called him Blitzkrieg or something. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they like, changed yeah, his name. Some, I don't know there why. Was some update. I don't. I don't know either. Maybe we'll, we'll learn. Maybe hopefully there's a commentary track on the Blu-ray when it comes out. This, yeah. this is a movie I want to know so much more about. Like, why did they make certain decisions? Why did they choose to do certain updates? Because to me, nothing in this movie like was anything that made me go, "Oh, I can't believe they did that." Like, everything right. was great. Even, like, changing Torch to Blitzkrieg was kind of like, uh, I don't understand it. Oh, I accepted it. Oh, yeah. But hey, I, I completely accepted it. He just set a Jewish couple on fire, so who am I to argue? <laughs> right, right, what right. What am I going to tell him? Uh, and let's talk, man, I will say the plot for this movie is genius. Have a, like, one, I don't understand how this happened. I figured... Toulon would have had some kind of person who was alive to pull strings to make this happen. But no, somehow from the ah, afterlife... Pull strings, nice. I saw yeah. what you did there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> somehow from the afterlife, he planned a 30-year reunion that <laughs> would bring all his puppets back to him because everyone would be there to sell them, to auction them off because they're pretty prized pieces. I don't know how he looked on eBay from hell and was like, oh, shit. Look how much Blade's going. Pinhead goes for how much? 
fuck me, I'm stuck. <laughs> Dying Bluer and all these motherfuckers here. And they do. Everyone shows up, and it's fucking great, man. Um, it's just a plot that you would have, I would have never have thought of this in a million years. Like, yeah, because it was a great way to uh, build the body count for this, like putting it in a convention like that, because there's so yeah. many people. That's just an awesome way to build the body count. Yeah. Even a lot of the off-screen deaths were great because instead of us seeing how they died, we saw someone finding them and reacting to them. There's yeah. this lesbian couple where the one of the lesbians is killed in the bathtub and the other bigger lesbian breaks in the door and finds it. And you're like, you don't mm-hmm. even care that you didn't see that death because the reaction she has mm-hmm. to it was like, holy shit. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, because like, and yeah, we didn't even really get a chance to talk about it much, but Barbara Crampton in this too, just oh. once again, fucking killed it. Oh Not too long, too long. Oh <laughs> long. my god! And she's so she looks so good. She does. She's still yeah. hot. What is she like sixty? Christ! I don't know, but she is beautiful, and she can still act like no one's business when she's doing that tour. It was hilarious. Yeah, like, she was just being a tough ass oh. throughout the whole tour. It was yeah. fantastic, and then. She gets she gets killed by Blade, uh, who stabs her in the neck. One of the variations of Blade. I can't remember which one. Um, that was one of the skull ones, I believe. The skull. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what they say. Yep. So the guy Rick who puppeteered that specific scene brought that specific puppet, and that's the one that's in that picture that I have. Oh, so that one yeah, touched I, Barbara so Crampton's neck. That is a screen used <laughs> puppet that was used in that scene. Yeah, I am so jealous that you got now, to actually hold that. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm more jealous of uh, David Gale's face from Reanimator. <laughs> Don't uh, touch that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, what, the question is: Is was that scene in Reanimator worth the divorce? I think so. They're right. Yeah. I, I, yes, I think, I think so. <laughs> oh my god, Barbara Crampton is one of like. There's two females in horror movie history that I feel do not get the amount of love they should when people are always talking about scream queens because they're always talking about final girls fuck that shit barbara crampton and felissa rose all fucking day nice i got to kiss felissa rose you know that i know i watched it i jacked off to it It it's very odd (laughs) weird i just found my piece of paper that had felissa that has felissa rose's email on it that she gave me i gotta contact her and see if she'll kiss me for a movie uh, <laughs> probably won't happen, but I can try. Uh, you can try. I, yeah, it's worth a shot, damn it. But yeah, this yeah. fucking man, who that I, I like, I, I, I like it blows my mind just trying to like think. Like I want to go and watch this movie again right now. Like there's these this cop character who's like you know the badass uh, detective guy. He's very cliche and shit. But it's oh, funny. Michael Perret. Yeah. He yeah. does an awesome job. I, I love the scene of him and Edgar kind of going off on each other. And Edgar goes, my dad was an asshole cop. This doesn't scare me. And the guy's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, shit. Okay. Uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know who that is, right? From, uh, from uh, what's it called? The moon. The full uh, blood moon. No, full moon. or No, I'm always a, a werewolf. What the hell is that called? I love that movie. And he's in a bunch of Uwe Ball movies and Eddie well, that's and the Cruisers. Why I don't know him if he was in a bunch of Uwe Ball movies. I oh, after yeah. every one of those I watch, I perform a lobotomy. <laughs> right. Uh, Full moon. Full moon, you, he was called. Yeah. Do you know how I perform that lobotomy? I watch uh, Bad Cop, No Donut. I'm sorry, Dirty Cop, No Donut. Oh. I forgot because I lobotomized myself after watching it. Uh, I don't blame you. It's all right. Go check out the Horror Mafia one-year anniversary show to hear me <laughs> wax intellectual about a movie where Bill gets his dick cut off. By Spoiler. myself. <laughs> and then my internet went out, by the way. and I was not on for the rest of the show. But oh. still, I was there for the best part, which is Bill getting his dick cut off. Also, I'm kind of <laughs> glad I wasn't there for Bill to rub it in my face that he got to kiss Felicia Rose. So fuck. How do you like the hair, by the way? Do you like the hair better in uh, Dirty Cop or this? Um, so, Puppet Master, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man. But Holy shit. This movie, is, now, obviously, it's, I've only seen it once. And I'm really excited about it. But right now, this is my favorite of the series with Puppet Master 1 following afterwards. 
I can't wait. Really? To... I like two better than one. Okay. Uh, I there's something about one. There's something about I like for me. It, it, I love two and I love three, but I but I, I like one better. I like one best. Two I like, even though it, it's kind of the same premise with a slightly. Dip with the right. invisible man coming in for some reason. Yeah, at right. the end. That was too uh, long. But no, I get it. You see, the first one, we didn't know what the fuck's going on. Part two, you knew they were killing people and, and they were puppets. So I like that better. So yeah. And the first one has the whole uh, psychic power done through sex thing. Yeah. Oh, did. yeah. And I found my new profession. I'll say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, like, there. This movie is one. It's never boring. It's about an hour and a half long. Never boring. Is it even an hour it's, and a half? It's like an hour twenty-five, hour twenty-seven, something like that. Yeah, it's like really, really short, but it goes it's, by so fast, even worse. Yeah, it just goes. It's like it's, constant. It's an hour and a half short, though. I feel like hour and a half isn't short. I feel like that's normal for a horror movie nowadays. Well, hmm. yeah, I was like nowadays, like it's about an hour and forty-five, unless it's like straight to video type stuff. Those are usually about an hour and a half. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, and this one was not made by Full Moon, but you know, of course, Full Moon got paid for it. Charles Band is oh, yeah. not going to go without getting paid. You see his notes and all the... Oh, you see yeah. his name in the credits and all that. Uh, is he distributing this, by the way, or is Fangoria? I believe Fangoria is. I do not believe Full Moon actually has much to do with any of it. I think Cinestate took full thing. Um, I think Charles Band couldn't find more uh, Wizard VHS covers to sell. <laughs> so he needed money, so, it looks so like he was like, "Sure, Fangoria." They just got paid. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I, I, I don't get me wrong. I like Charles Band and everything, but oh, he yeah, does some fun. sketchy shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he does. What? Like, I'd like to do a podcast one day just on called Charles Band does sketchy shit. <laughs> if you do, let me know. I was in on a conference call with him and my friend Tom Devlin. <laughs> I will. And... I will call you up. <laughs> Uh, I want to get on that. I'll tell you some sketchy shit. Anyway. Uh, office meeting call sketchy shits with Bill. Uh, <laughs> Perfect title. Yeah, this move, like all the characters are great. The fucking grindcore jokes fucking killed me. Oh, dude, like, those were great. I didn't Being a metalhead, I appreciated it. I didn't mean to make this, this, this conversation go sad. Grindcore wouldn't have let this conversation go sad. <laughs> <laughs> Like my uh, god, I I want to watch this movie right now. I like when this when I get this movie on Blu-ray, I'm going to find a way. I'm gonna do like that rabbit thing where you stream it online and people watch it with you. <laughs> over and over, just <laughs> twenty-four oh, I, hours, like a hundred. I have to do that. It was so fucking good. So does anyone have any like what other things y'all want to talk about from this movie? Oh man, but. Oh, it's so almost, much. It's, there's so much that it's hard. Like my brain is scattering as I jump through everything. Like there's this parking lot massacre. That Dude, fucking that was crazy. Brutal. Like so many people died that I can't wait to rewatch it. Cause like Rick was telling us, cause Rick is in there somewhere as a dead body that gets stepped over. And he was like, the greatest thing about that scene is just watching the background. And you see random people getting killed in the background that it's not even the main part of the shot. It's just this guy's trying to open up the door to his car and gets fucking slaughtered. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you summed it up really well by saying it's like an eighties movie. And I'm kind of glad that the practical effects are getting a Renaissance. Yeah. Because we need it. I think horror companies, especially someone like Fangoria, they yeah. know their audience. They know that we will, we will accept practical effects that look shoddy just to have practical effects don't like no yeah. one's ever watched any of the victor crowley hatchet movies and been like oh my god that looked real like, no but you know it, it did right. so much fun that you well, don't care but that's the thing this movie and bone tomahawk bone tomahawk i yeah. if, if i see it again i'm gonna cringe it's so realistic it's gross where this one is just so much fun so the yeah. difference between realistic and but they're both practical, and they both are awesome. They both do the same job. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah, glad do. to see practical make a comeback, and I hope more horror movies coming up will bring back practical, and not just indie movies, because, like, The Void was indie, and they used a lot of practical effects. Sure. Uh, you know, 
there are really good practical effects happening. I would love to see a more mainstream movie get some practical effects because it had a lot of CGI in it, but it also had some practical effects, which was pretty dope. But like, I want, you know what I want? And I said this on Twitter the other day. Someone asked, um, if you could have a horror, if you could have any, if you could have a horror movie of any genre directed, who would direct in what genre? And I was like, well, I want something with practical effects. I want a, a, a creature feature that's a, a nature one, a.k.a. Jaws, Alligator, Orca, shit like that. I want it directed by Adam Green because I would love <laughs> to see what he would do with yeah. a creature feature because creature features rely heavily on horror comedy, which he's fantastic at. Practical yes. effects would be a huge plus. Um, I want to see it because apparently there's a alligator or crocodile movie coming out with the guy who directed Piranha 3D and the Hills Have Eyes remake. Oh, really? Oh, Alexander Aja? Yes, I hear he's doing cool. a movie where apparently it's like a flood or something happens and a, a, someone gets trapped in a room with like an alligator or something. Hmm. Interesting. So kind of like a uh, more localized version of uh, Bait 3D. So, wow, I haven't seen that in years. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love that movie. But it's great to see the practical effects in here. To get, I hate seeing CGI blood splatter. I can't yes. see that. That's, That's one thing that you CGI whatever you need to CGI. You do not need to CGI fake blood splatter. No, right. there's no need for it. Like, you're telling me you can't get a super soaker and fill it with red dye? Get the fuck well, out of here. They could, but right. they probably can't find an actress who's like, oh, go ahead and do that. Or oh, CGI it in because I won't do that. Look, I'll show my tits, <laughs> but you're not putting fucking <laughs> liquids on them. I got out of that industry for a reason, director. Right. And I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, but, you know, they're... Cat, are you serious? I'm trying to talk about Puppet Master and yeah. fake blood on titties. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking well, of fake blood... Titties, and... He had to come in. <laughs> yeah, apparently. And there were, and by the way, g gentlemen who want nudity in their horror movie, there, there are two, count them, two oh, sets of titties. Yes. Uh, a real pair and a fake pair. So no matter which one you like, I prefer the real pair myself. Yeah, me too. Uh, oh my God. I'm sorry, but like, this is going to be too much information. But oh. topless short hair chicks, oh man, you get my <laughs> yeah. heart going. I was, like, ready to listen yeah. to Taking Back Sunday right then. Like, it's going <laughs> down. My Like, I started singing Fall Out Boy, Sugar, We're Going Down. It was happening. Uh, and then, of course, you have the the fake tits chick who was a blonde, who looks like... When I saw her, I was just like, oh, man, it's like looking at uh, uh, Leanna Quigley in the 80s. Oh, like, yeah. Just that, like, re like, she had a very 80s bought a fake 80s body it was it was really like it had me going and they have her like her boobs pressed against the glass and i was like i don't that know what's gonna great. break first the glass or her boobs y'all better calm down <laughs> then she gets all pissed off because one of the puppets cut the dude's achilles which by the way that was cool it's oh. cool i can't stand watching those <laughs> like ever Ooh, since pet cemetery oh my uh. god it fucking uh that and like when people shove shit under fingernails See, yeah, none of that bothers me. What bothers me is a fingernail going backwards or like a tooth coming out. That shit gets yep. me. Like, oh, uh, you must love that scene in Old Boy where he's just taking the hammer. Oh, and out oh, that hammer scene. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, those two things I don't like. Like, remember the happening with the fingernail going backwards when she's trying to pry the door open? Yeah, shit like that. Uh, oh, my God. It's fucking up. Uh, but yeah, like fucking uh, the I like. And that chick gets stabbed in the chest like multiple times. Oh yeah. By and one of the was just going to fucking town. Yeah. Holy yeah. Just... Shit. <laughs> uh, I like what, uh, that scene where Pinhead punches through the window, um, and hits Barbara Crampton in the face. Oh, the jump oh, scare. Yeah. Yeah. fucking. That was great. Rick said he also did that. Um, the puppet That's... part, not the fist part. He he the oh. puppeteering part. Uh, I'm sure they had a stunt person do the the fisting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they would not let Barbara Crampton get fisted by a puppeteer, guys. Don't worry, they're professional. Right. Uh, you wouldn't want that poor Barbara. Poor oh. Barbara. Uh, <laughs> man, I 
I'm trying to like it's I'm trying to think of more shit to talk about in this movie because there really is so much. But I I need I need to see it again. The Blu-ray comes out in September. I've got that pre-order. The uh, VOD release is in is August what seventeenth? Yeah, it's like August seventeenth or something. I will probably rent it to watch it again on VOD. It's it was that good. I don't know if I'm going to be able to wait till like September 13th from my 4K Blu-ray. I and I don't. I was going to ask too. Did you uh did you guys have any dislikes about this film? Uh, mm. I I really at this current point no. Um, I may need to see it again to really like a lot of times my if I'm like super excited about the movie after my first watch. My second watch is where I actually will sit down and go, well, I don't know about this or that, but me personally, yep. I think the only, I might go, okay, so the gore is a little over the top. Um, some of the, the practical effects will probably look worse on second view, but like I said, it's practical effects. I really don't give a shit. As long as they <laughs> don't look like they were made on a Walmart budget, I'm golden. Like, as long right. as it doesn't look like it was in a movie bill made, I'm all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I got to watch these Bill movies. Now I can just use them against Bill constantly. Yeah. The only thing he'll be able to watch in mind is my porno, but then he has to admit he watched me in porn. <laughs> as long as you don't watch mine, it's all right. Uh, hey, let's try. What was your porn name? Uh, my porn uh, name was Mike Mike Oxlong. <laughs> mine was uh, Disappointing Daddy. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I wanted to. It was. It was. My first name was Disappointing. My middle name was Daddy, and my last name was Dot Com. <laughs> Uh, but, but so I don't uh, really, I can't really think of anything currently. I will probably have something on my second watch where I go, okay, I maybe didn't like this. Maybe didn't like that. Um, I wonder how I'm going to feel about the ending on the second watch. Cause that, that was you, my disappointment was the ending. It was, it just you know? felt, um, the confrontation with, uh, Toulon was, uh, way too short i was kind of hoping for more of a confrontation there and it really just kind of was abrupt and just done yeah i'm kind of like why didn't he kill edgar i mean it's not like edgar was blonde hair blue eyes or anything and i mean there really wasn't much of a fight either yeah he got hit with a pole (laughs) then toulon got a gun shot ashley edgar cried and toulon walked away into the night it was literally like every time i have sex (laughs) <laughs> I, it, like s- someone's crying and someone else leaves i don't know someone oh got God. their mind blown but it wasn't in a good way <laughs> uh i can see that i do wonder how i'm gonna feel about it but i will say this the positives from the ending are it is open-ended for a sequel yes. right um it is i like the comic book ending i thought that was actually really unique I thought it was kind of a good twist. I kind of wonder uh, how, like, I want to know what happens between that the night Toulon walks away and the day he makes he puts out this new comic book. Does he now own the comic book shop? Does, no, does, no, his friend did. Yeah, his, his friend books. is dead, Bill. Oh, that is true. True. Oh, so now who owns it, right? Yeah, maybe he owns it now. Maybe he's a comic book store owner, and he's back doing a comic and. You know, I don't know if that was worth losing Ashley because I don't. She was really, really attractive. Yeah, she oh, was yes. really fun and smart and nice and like that perfect like sense of quirkiness and hotness. <laughs> yes, and hotness. Uh, perfect. It was like uh, that. Uh, that the douche guy in the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Perfect nipple placement. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Perfect nipple placement, baby. Sorry, I, I watched that the other day because Adam Green and Derek Mears put out a commentary for it. So, yeah, oh, nice. right. yeah. I had to watch that. Oh, I have a, something disappointing for me about this movie was the way they introduced the friend who owned the comic book store. Like the dude invited himself to go with them. Be like, no, fuck you. <laughs> right, we're going to go on this nice weekend again. Yeah. This guy's like, no, I'm coming too. No, 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 you're not. <laughs> you're just my boss. <laughs> so I think the only thing I can think of is like how this guy was portrayed at first, and then you wind up liking him. Yeah, then you find out they are friends. 
Yeah. Um, and, and it's more than that. But you're right. I, I do love when he's like, do you know any seven and a half you can hook me up with? I'll go right, right. I was like, strong six and a half. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what a dick. <laughs> I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> and then he brings it up again at the tour or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. They portray him as such an asshole. It's like, why would you be friends with this guy? So, yeah. Because he's hilarious. Oh, he is. But, right. I mean, you don't learn this until later. But, yeah, right. my that's the writing on that guy at first. If you would have introduced him as a good guy first, as a funny dude and your friend, then go into that. You know, it, it does end up working out, though, especially when he gets, like, all super upset about them killing Jewish people and all the Nazi shit. And he's like, he goes to try to save that lady. He's like, there's a lady crying and the... Uh, him, um, Charlene Yee's character, Ashley and Edgar are all in this room hiding uh, because Barbara Crampton told them to go hide in a room. And when Barbara Crampton tells you to do something, you do it. <laughs> so yep. they're in there hiding and they hear a woman start crying. And uh, the the Asian chick's like, hey, you need to go. We need to go save her. And Jewish dude's like, nah, nope, fuck that. Nope. nope. And Edgar's like, nope, not doing it. And, uh, but the, the girl outside starts doing a Jewish, uh, prayer that one does right before they die. And all of a sudden the Jewish guy wants to go save her. And it's funny because the Asian chick's like, wait, so you didn't want to save her before, but now you want to save her because she's Jewish. That changes things. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, that does. Uh, and I thought that was, I, I was like, wow, that is. If you sit down and chew on that, that's a pretty powerful scene. That's got yeah. some yeah. subtext to it that, like, I'm sure when Joey watches it, he's going to subtext the shit oh, out yeah. of that scene. So he um, may be a weeaboo, a weeaboo, whatever they're calling themselves, but he's uh, also Jewish. <laughs> you could be a Jewish weeaboo. There's there nothing go. wrong with wearing a, a, a what's it? A yarmulke. A yarmulke and watching Dragon Ball Z. There you I'm go. I'm okay with that. Uh, you wear your yarmulke and watch Yamcha die on Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Um, but it's just a really foul power scene. Of course, they go to save that chick and find that there's a puppet that is basically, a, how would you describe, it's a jumping robot and it's like a, um, almost like it's on a pogo stick. Almost like it has like metal frog legs kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, smushy. You know what it's and like? And a frog. Uh, when you do, uh, we'll get to when you d- jack up something and it's got the uh, interlacing metal pieces that go up. It was jack, almost yeah. like that going up and down, like what the the stages in the original King Kong, uh, Donkey Kong game are built out of. Right, like a big jack. Yeah, Car like jack. a big spr- jack like spring thing. Yeah, so he kills that. There's also a frog puppet that looks awesome. Dude, that's a new. Yeah. I love that one. I wonder what that one's name too. What is that? That reptile that thing. Yeah, because didn't they, 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 like, shoot out, like, uh, poison darts or something? Yeah, yes, and acid and shit. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, it's... you only got to see it for that one scene, I believe. I In the car, yeah, that was it. I was like, oh, I want to know more about that puppet. I hope his name is Frogenstein Von Baron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then another thing, uh, that the uh, way these puppets attacked, too, was it reminded me of a Siege film, because you had, like, all the tunnelers, like, drilling holes in the walls. Yeah, they were coordinated, right. Yeah, yeah, they were very coordinated. That was awesome. Dude, when whenever any time they drop from the ceiling on someone, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> they do it like two or three times, just like they drill through hole drill through walls like two or three times. Never once are you just like, really again? Every time is awesome. They use it enough without going overboard. And yeah, it's all the same you puppets that doing the same thing. You're fucked. Yeah. Oh yeah. You have nowhere it's, to hide. It's realistic to how they're all going around. And it's crazy and it's funny because when the, when the action starts in this movie it's because people start noting noticing that their uh puppets are gone uh do not call them dolls in this movie uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll get lectured uh they they start noticing they're all gone and that's when people start fucking getting killed as puppets start coming out of the sides of rooms and under beds and start just fucking people up yeah. it is awesome uh oh here's a question for you Remember the dude that worked at the hotel? Not the bartender, not uh, Cuddly Bear. Yeah, the white the dude. The edge or whatever his name was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Him. He was about to say something to the cop. He goes, yeah, but you ought to know. I'm... And I then think he, he was going to say he was gay. Just gay? Again, we already had that, though. 
And we had Jewish. And we had I every, think, I don't know. I think that's why they didn't say it. Uh-huh. It was oh, because yeah. at this point, they had already hit almost every single possible <laughs> every uh, demographic, demographic that the Nazis hated, unless he was going to say, well, I'm Polish. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know, like gypsies check mark. I mean that, and that was a far off one to yeah. throw gypsies in there. Yeah. Uh, so gypsies check marked, uh, homosexuals check marked, uh, Af- uh, I guess I'll just say black. Cause I mean, I guess they weren't specifically African-American, just black in general. Mm-hmm. Um, Jewish people, I mean, they were hitting everyone. So the only thing I could say is that he either was going to say he's black or he's Polish. <laughs> black. <laughs> I mean, gay or, or Polish. Not okay. black. Fuck. Gay or Polish. That's really <laughs> the only things he could have of went to. Um, but I will, but I will say this. Uh, I'm not one of those people that go that are like, Political correctness is ruining the world. Why I do think it goes too far in an outrage culture. I'm not one of those people, but I will say that this move. I will say they were pretty brave for making this movie in this day and age. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I was that, thankful, man. Like we can do, we can still do this kind of humor, guys. And I'm sure people will get upset about it. But here's sure. the thing: they never, to me, they never once. Uh, did anything in a bad taste. It was Nazis killing people that Nazis would have killed. And sure. you have to, like, we, you know, remember me as a, a Jewish hero, you know? Right. Like, oh, no, like, I agree. I totally agree. There's nothing offensive about any of the demographics they were targeting. Like, they like the black guys coming out, like, juggling watermelons, and the gay yeah. guys, like, blowing each other. No, yeah. it was just because they, they really were black. They really didn't actually use that many stereotypes. To right, that's what, no, they really didn't. Right, like, that's why I'm yes, wondering what that guy was gonna say. I think he was gonna say gay. Oh, oh, oh you know what? Yeah. I know who it would have been because you know who would be added to their list nowadays if Nazis were still around. Hmm. Furries. He was gonna admit that he was furry. A furry. <laughs> <laughs> that was the next convention next week. The furry yeah. convention. Uh, yeah, he was, he was a furry and I just don't, I I feel like Hitler would not like furries. I just feel like he would be like, guys, no, uh, round them all up and kill them. Either that or he was going to say he's a juggalo. I don't, one of those two are getting killed by Hitler. Uh, which means Violent J was going to have to hide his daughter because she's a, a juggalo and a furry. So Lord, Lord help her. Uh, hmm. or yeah, but I mean, they hit every, that's one, that's one of the things that impresses me. They hit all these different, uh, ethnics and culture cultures without stereotyping them. Right. You didn't have to show the black lady who gets killed anything. Then she's just a pregnant black lady that was there to sell her puppet. Right. The Jew- right. Oh dude, the Jewish couple talking about why. Some Jewish people collect Nazi memorabilia. Oh yeah, that was, was cool. kind of neat. That was really interesting. Like him and, saying, "Well, we collect it because now we get to be like you thought you were all powerful. You thought you were all that, and guess what? Now you're just memories and trinkets we collect because we're yep. bored." <laughs> well, like, the only thing that denoted that they were Jewish was that the guy had a yarmulke on. Yeah, you would never have known until they. Yeah, raped. that's it. And literally, they could have left that out. They, they, he didn't even have to wear that. He could have had that off, and they could have just brought up the whole Jewish collecting thing. True. Uh, and it would have worked just the same. But it was a nice tip of the hat. Just like, in fact, the gypsy guy. You don't even really knows he's a know he's a gypsy until the guy, they until it. Edgar Googles his last name. Like, oh, it's a gypsy last name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. They don't shove it in your face. So I'm not sure what gypsy stereotypes are because the only thing I know about gypsies is from the original Wolfman and Snatch. So mm-hmm. if unless they pronounce <laughs> dogs dags, I don't know. <laughs> if they come up to me and be like, I like dags. you like, what? Dags. <laughs> oh, dogs. Yeah, I like dogs. Like, I'm not going to know they're a gypsy. Right. It, it's just not going to happen. So that is something they did wonderful. Um Honestly, I think I'm going to send little puppets after anyone who hates on this movie. Oh God, who could hate yes. this movie? I don't. I right. feel like someone's going to come out of the woodworks and hate on it, and it's either going to be someone who who thinks it has too much comedy, 
or maybe they only like highbrow horror and they're like well it was no hereditary so i didn't <laughs> like it i'm going to go snort cocaine and watch the witch again <laughs> hey now fucking you, witch is awesome you the witch sucked my dick oh bite me <laughs> uh, i'll get i'll get on to the reason movies like the witch and House of the Devil blew later. Me and Bill House of the Devil does blow. Yes, I yeah. like the witch. Oh, how do you make how, how do you make a movie that does that's not a found footage movie have the same problem found footage movies have, where nothing happens until the last five minutes? <laughs> you're not building atmosphere. This is not a slow burn. You're you're putting me to sleep. House of the Devil is melatonin. It was terrible. Yes. Oh, that I love Rosemary's Baby and <laughs> and nothing else. Yeah, uh, but that's a, that's another podcast right. for another time. Because uh, I do like some <laughs> art house horror movies. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but uh, some of them I don't. Um, I haven't seen Hereditary. Yeah, I demon. think I'm gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, Hereditary uh, yeah. is up there. Awesome. I don't. I don't see. I just don't know how some unless they like hate puppets. Maybe if they hate puppet movies in general, they're just not no. gonna like it. And that I can understand because it's just not your cup of tea. Um, the only thing I can think of that someone might not really like this is people that are a fan of like the original series of Toulon not being uh, like being against the Nazis. The whole storyline with him, maybe okay, uh, like the full moon that. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can see that because I'm not sure when it switched up. When it became Toulon was working for the Nazis, I'll have to look into that. Oh, no. In one and two, he was just a psycho who killed people. Three yeah, is when he became a good guy. In one and two, he was being hunted down by Nazis. The beginning right, but, of the I mean, but, but I mean, the puppets, they killed everybody. They were just killers. Then three, yeah, they, they were just killing bad guys. Yeah. So, so now crazy. it's, right, it's one camp on this on the full moon side. And then this is going to branch off and make another, like, series in its own universe. Uh, yeah. Why not like both? I love both. Right, that's how I am. I I I thought it was kind of weird at first because I you know I loved the first three especially, and but you know I got used to it. I was like, all right, I can look past that, and this is just a different take. Yeah, it went a different direction. It's kind of like you know, do you like your Jason as a quasi living person or a zombie? You know, right. Do you like your My Michael Myers movies as, as shitty movies or good movies? I mean, <laughs> exactly. Take pick. Agreed. Uh, you know, and just because you don't like something doesn't mean it's bad. Like, yeah. um, I don't like A Nightmare on Elm Street, even though I, I do think the movie's bad. But uh, <laughs> enough people like it that I can't legitly go and say that's a bad movie. Yeah. It is it is it has enough going for it that it's a good movie. Same with The Shining. I don't like The Shining. But never in my fucking life would I ever say The Shining's a bad movie. I'm with you right. there. I'm not a fan um, of The Shining either, I'm, but it's, not, it's a, not a bad movie. Just not I'm my just thing. not a big fan of Kubrick in general. I think he's he's so detail-oriented that it just kind of gets away from him at some point. Uh, once again, another. but I would never sit here and say The Shining is a bad movie. You can't. Right. You can't sit there and say Stanley Kubrick's The Shining is bad. There's but no... there are some movies we can yeah. say that they're bad, like Manos, The Hands of Fate. is a bad yeah. movie. <laughs> you know, unless you're watching the Mystery Science Theater version, then it's a good movie. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, with that being said, uh, in, in a second here, we're going we're gonna to say our goodbyes and, and drop links to our shows and all that kind of stuff. Um, but in our final thoughts on Puppet Master... Um, if you haven't seen it, well, we just spoiled tons of shit for you. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> so go see it, uh, even with the spoilers, because it's a fucking fantastic ride. Uh, if you did see it, tell us what you thought about it, uh, whether you're posting in the Kill the Cast group or the Horror Mafia group or the Podcast by the Cemetery group. Tell us what you thought about the movie. I want to know what did you not like about it? What did you love about it? Uh, I want to, I can't wait to hear people's opinions of this movie. Um, so check it out on VOD. So as we were recording that ending, my power went out. It was thundering here already and it uh, turned my power off. In fact, I'm recording this with no power. Uh, thank God for laptops, I guess. But with that being said, I just wanted to close this out real quick so we can get this out. 
thank you to Bill Calcinelli from the Horror Mafia and Beneath the Zenith podcast. And thank you to Scott Crawford, who is on the podcast by the cemetery and also writes many different horror articles you can see on pophorror.com. Oh, and Bill wanted me all to tell you, uh, Cuddly Bear deserves his own spinoff. And I, of course, am Jerry from Kill the Cast, which is where you're hearing this from. But thank you to both of them for just randomly jumping on here and doing this with me. We were just kind of talking on a Facebook comment thread about the video I had uploaded to YouTube about Puppet Master. And was I kind of was like, guys, get on and record it with me right now. Let's talk about this movie. And we did. So, bam, there you go. Impromptu. Puppet Master, the Littlest Reich recording. Thank you to Fangoria and, and uh, man, just thank you, Fangoria, for coming back, for for making this movie. Uh, your your the company that bought you is amazing. They're doing amazing work. We're glad you're here. So anyway, that's it. Uh, please support this movie, whether you get it on VOD in august go see it in theaters in august or buy it on blu-ray or dvd in september please support it it's amazing go get you a fangoria subscription uh pass up on the new call of duty game and get a damn fangoria subscription you know they deserve it more than call of duty you'll be able to get call of duty in three months for twenty dollars anyway quit lying to yourself you know you can't go play fortnite for a little bit longer anyway Thank you for joining us. You can check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook group. Links for all of this, including links to uh, Horror Mafia, Beneath the Zenith, and the podcast by the Cemetery will be in the description. Thank you for joining us for this uh, short bonus episode that is just kind of out there. I don't know what I'm going to call it or whatever, but it's going to come out. Thank you very much. Have a good day and watch out for puppets.